This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. We're continuing our conversation with Travis Turner as we uh, explore the family quarterback, every man's playbook for effective leadership, a book that uh, God led Travis to write. Uh, someday we're going to have to just talk about the story of you writing this book because that's pretty pretty awesome uh, of in itself. Uh, Travis, as we were finishing up the last time we were together, uh, we, we talked about hearing from God, and or, or hearing God, I guess, would be... Uh, more accurate, boy, it can really, really uh, be tough sometimes. Yeah, and it, it really is a key to, to to real spiritual leadership. Clear spiritual leadership is is discovering I need to be led by the Holy Spirit. I can't be led by my thinking because Isaiah tells us that my ways aren't God's ways, and as far as the heaven is from the earth, my ways aren't God's ways. So we got a we got a problem right there. And so can I learn to be led by the Holy Spirit to where he actually speaks to my spirit? Do we really believe that God wants to speak to us today, that I have the Holy Spirit of God living in me? The question, first of all, is do I really believe that? And I do. Yeah. And if you don't believe it, then there's you're still on milk, uh, to use a biblical truism. Or you haven't had a chance to enjoy what God really wants to speak to you and bring out of you who he created you to be. Yeah. And he created us for a reason. I have to believe that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, Scripture says. But I think there are a few things, Tom, that really keep us from from hearing the Holy Spirit and hearing and even really listening to God. And the first one that comes to mind for me is the noise of this world. There is an incredible racket taking place uh, that seems to be worse than ever, but it's probably not. It's probably like it's always been, but but maybe not. I remember uh, seeing just recently on Facebook a meme that had, you know, with cell phones anymore, we just don't communicate. And it was a picture of a train and every individual in the train was had their nose buried in a newspaper. That's really no different than now. Now we just have more access to you know, more things. So I think the, the distractions are there and the noise. I, I'm thinking of when I was in college, um, we played the University of Syracuse my junior year. Now, mind you, uh, the year before they came to Lincoln and uh, we beat them like 900 to nothing or something like that. And, and so the next year we go up to Syracuse. We're the number one team in the country. Um, we're, man, we're, we're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, going to Syracuse in the Carrier <laughs> Dome. Well, we weren't prepared for the noise. We weren't ready for not being able to check plays at the line of scrimmage to make audibles, to do the things we needed to do. And I will tell you this, the noise in that place affected the communication taking place not just between at the line of scrimmage but with the coaches trying to listen to them trying to to interact the noise we were not prepared for the noise and i think often as the people of god 
Are we prepared for the noise of our culture? Are we prepared to set aside some technologies? Are we prepared to turn off the TV? I remember when the kids were little, probably one of the best moves I made as a dad was we unplugged that TV for long periods of time to keep us from just zoning out mm. and teaching me to, to engage more with the kids, to read books, to interact. Um, but the noise of our world is deafening at times. And I think it does keep us from really engaging with the Spirit of God. I have been a Christian well over 40 years, and I, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I have just recently, within the last six months, started adhering to God's commandment to keep the Sabbath and keep it holy. And what I mean by that is we don't work. Mary and I, both of us, we spend the time together, and we may watch a little TV or whatever, but we don't work. That has been incredible. The other thing is when we went to Israel last year, we made the decision not to take any device with us. No, no phone, That's good. no That's iPad. Good. We took a camera because we wanted to take pictures, but not one time did we have access to anything for the 10 days. You know what? We survived. Yeah, I bet you, you know, did. And the world was still spinning <laughs> when we got back. You know, I didn't miss out on any major events in yeah. my life or my family's life. Yeah. It's, it is incredible. We were, Carol and I were watching a movie that was from like the 1980s, early 1980s. And I said, you know, this movie was done at a time there was no internet and no cell phones. Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. it is, it's hard for us to even wow. imagine a right. time before internet and sure. cell phones because of what it's done to our life. I remember when I had to write code to send an email. You know what I'm saying? And that's... That's out. That's insane what you just said right yeah. there. So the the noise that we're dealing with is something we've got to we've got to be prepared for. We've got to put the phones away. It's one of my biggest encouragements to dads uh, when they get home, turn it off, turn it over to somebody, get rid of that phone cuz you know, I hear, you know, this is one of the struggles with wives is you come home and you're checking out. You're checking out and it's easy mm -hmm. to check out cuz we're checking on emails, we're playing, you know, crazy birds, you know, because yeah. we want to get to the next level or, or whatever it might be. But the noise is crazy. Um, the second thing I think a lot of times keeps has kept me from hearing the Lord. And I think us guys struggle with is disappointment with God. Mm -hmm. um, how often we get disappointed when, when we pray, we pray for this new job, we pray for whatever it is, and it doesn't come through. You ever get disappointed and realize and think, well, God's just not listening. God doesn't care. God's not there. He's got things to do. He's whatever, you know, but we're, our disappointment then makes us kind of turn him off. It's kind of like then we turn our lives to something else. And how about being disappointed at church? Yeah. You ever get disappointed with an usher that treated you badly or, you know, a pastor who kind of blew you off a little bit? Or the worship song wasn't in your key? Or the drummer <laughs> was too loud or, you know, whatever it is. Or the guy yeah. in the back that sings out a key but really sings very loud. You know, there's so many things Sorry I think we get, <laughs> we get disappointed with church and, and we get disappointed with Christians. You know, I have a, a dear friend of mine uh, who basically, basically what he, that's what he told me. He goes, I, I don't want to go to church because all the hypocrites. I'm thinking that's exactly why we're there because we, we, 
We need Jesus. Right. We're there. Are we hypocritical? Yeah. Is that is that our basic reputation? Yeah. Is that sad? Yes. And I think that's a lot of premise where a lot of people are at. I, I don't want to engage with God because his people are, you know, disappointing horrible, to me. Right. We want to really believe in stuff. We want to believe that, you know, this something's attainable. We don't realize that what we want to believe is that we're simply a needy race of people that need Jesus. Yeah. We need Jesus. This human race that we're in needs a savior. And and that's really all what church is, but that's not about the fact that God still wants to talk to you, wants to engage with you. Yeah. I think one of the keys for success, if you can't hear the coach, uh, you don't know what's going on. I mean, quite simply, right? I mean, because your little piece of the game isn't the whole game. Yeah. How can I get the next play? How can I uh, understand what the bigger picture is if I'm not in touch with the coach? And so, absolutely, there's no way I can really be successful or, or understand what's happening in the game plan, really. I'm just surviving. Yeah. And that's what I see with a lot of guys. Unfortunately, a lot of families, they're just surviving. They're just getting by. Are we really living that fulfilling life that John 10.10 talks about? I'm supposed to have life to the full, to the max, you know, and Jesus prayed that his will could be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so for me, I'm going to get a little slice of heaven. So that means I've got to be in touch with the creator of heaven mm-hmm. and earth. Um, but that, because that's what I want. I want a slice of heaven. Yeah. And when you have the game plan is right there, but things change, you know, so many, how many times have you done this? Uh, God said, do this. You take off running. And well, you've, you're so busy getting to that goal that you forget to check in. Yeah. And he said, oh, by the way, uh, we called a different play. Yeah. You were supposed to turn left back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, sorry. Yeah. And he may even say, you know, I, I told your teammate called wife, um, <laughs> and she tried to get your attention, and you Nothing. weren't paying attention. Steamrolled her. Steamrolled her. Yeah. That guilty. Wow. I've guilty. never been there. <laughs> guilty. Guilty. <laughs> And, and so it really is huge. We do, we do get disappointed with God. And, and, and I think the third thing that sometimes can block me with my relationship with the Lord is, you know, flat disobedience. If, mm. if you've ever been prompted by the Holy Spirit to do something that was really uncomfortable for you and so you didn't do it. Yeah. And, and then he prompts you again and you don't do it. Or he says, don't do this and you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, you shouldn't check on that website. You don't need to Google that person's name. Uh Uh-oh, we're getting too close to home. Yeah. So we do these things. I think what happens, though, is that small, still voice starts to fade a bit because he doesn't want to scream at us. Mm -hmm. He wants to have a conversation with us. And so because we engage where we don't need to and we we walk away. And you're playing right into the deceiver's hands because the deceiver, he doesn't want you to forget about the target. He just wants you to miss the bullseye. He just wants you to miss by a little bit, and then the next time a little bit more. And another thing, he loves to isolate you. He would love for nothing more than you not to ask for help, that you not engage with your spouse, that you not open up to your kids. He delights in that. No, he wants to get you out of the game entirely, and he wants—he doesn't want, to, want you on the bench. He wants you up in the stands. Yeah. I don't know about you, but he sounds a little bit like this. Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. So, oh, you're some kind of Christian. Oh, look at you. You know, are, are you serious? You're pathetic. You're worthless. 
that's what I have to battle in my mind. So I know if I'm battling it, that you know, Scripture says that my struggle is not uncommon, mm. that we're all struggling with these thoughts that the enemy puts in our mind. And do we have the ability to get into his word, to listen to his spirit, so we have something to combat with? And that's what we'll talk about next time, putting yeah. on the full armor. Well, that is uh, something we really need. And I, a mantra that I use a lot now is, who am I? I'm a child of the one true king, all in, and I am completely loved. The Family Quarterback, Every Man's Playbook for Effective Leadership with Travis Turner. We're going to continue this series. And uh, like Travis said there, we are going to uh, get our gear on this next time. Now, Travis, uh, people can go to your website, familyqb.org, get your book. Uh, but you have a lot of resources that you have available for couples and for men. Absolutely. We have a seminar online you can watch for free. It's a six-hour seminar. Um, you can you can reach out to us for counseling, for help. And I'm um, working on a workbook that will be free uh, as a download PDF for those that have gotten the book uh, to be able to do men's studies and something like that. We're not quite done with that, but we're working on it. We should have it out there shortly. And what's the website again? It is familyqb.org. For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.